Welcome to Simple Faith with host Dale Carlson, bringing solid Christian answers to your questions and concerns. on Life-Changing Radio. Here's host, Dale Carlson. Good morning. Good afternoon. (laughs) We're getting started on the right foot today. Uh, Thank you so much for uh, taking an hour out of your beautiful day today and spending it with us here on on the radio. I'm here today with uh, pastor and college instructor Jeff Joyner and professional singer and real estate agent Debbie Morin. And we have a great story for you today. I am so excited about this because it's a story of, uh, of tragedy. It's a story of, of, of hope. It's a story of people getting involved and doing something that's really producing some great opportunities uh, uh, all across the board. So we're going to talk about that today. I want to welcome you to call in. If you've never called in before, our number is 725-9224. Uh, that's 725-9224, and we can put you on the air, and you can you can talk with uh, with with us or our guests or today, or you can text. Yeah, you can text us at 576-5648 if you don't want to be on the air, but you have a question or a comment uh, to make about uh, the topic today. What's that text number? Again, Dale? 576-5648. Uh, okay. Text us. That's, that's worked good. That's something that we've tried that's new, and people have been uh, really uh, really responding to that. So, Jeff, uh, I guess I'll start with you and uh, your story uh, about, uh, well, tell me a, bit, a little bit about yourself to begin with. Well, my wife and I moved to uh, Lewiston about 20 years ago, and we have a little tiny church there that we have, and uh, about... Uh, I don't know, um, two years ago when COVID hit, uh, my son uh, was diagnosed with an incurable but treatable cancer. Mm-hmm. And so that's how our story kind of begins, uh, you know, for my son. Uh, he has a wife and a son, mm-hmm. and um, they live in Salisbury, Vermont, which mm-hmm. is near Middlebury. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when he was diagnosed, it was very hard for their you know he's 46 years old so their life is just starting you know the house is coming along they're both working like many other people are and then they were uh, challenged with this uh, cancer that he he developed and uh, also he had diabetes Mm -hmm. so he was misdiagnosed at first because they thought he just had low blood sugar but what it ended up being was a, a cancer a blood cancer really wow so is it type 1 diabetes or type 2 diabetes? Type 1 diabetes. Wow, yeah. that, that is a shock all of a sudden to have that. Yep. Yeah. But that's not where it ends, is it? No. Uh, I mean, it's just this is the story of Job, it sounds like. Yeah, it, it certainly has been a challenge for Josh. Yeah. Um, you know, and his wife mm-hmm. and his son. Mm-hmm. So his son's 17, so mm-hmm. he's seen his father go through this, and it's been, uh, you know, hard for him too. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, kids in 
in school with COVID, they couldn't go to school, so he was kind of home a lot going through it with him. But Josh ended up, um, as he was going through the, the chemo treatment, he began slowly to lose his eyesight. And so he got to the point where he lost, basically he lost his eyesight. Mm -hmm. I mean, he could see you in the room, but he didn't know who you were mm -hmm. until you spoke. And then he could actually, oh, you're, yeah, I know who you are by that. And so, of course, he lost his job. Um, he did go on disability, um, which, you know, helps certainly. But, uh, you know, Josh has always kind of believed, but now he was very challenged to, you know, ask God for help. All of a sudden, things have changed a lot. Very quickly. Yeah, yeah. And that can happen to anybody yeah. in any family at any time. Now, he was a home builder. Is that right? He built yeah. homes? Yes, top he did. End, top, top end homes. Yeah. yeah, he did some work down in the Cape for people who can afford to work yeah. <laughs> to live in the Cape. Yeah. And uh, he also worked for a company, and they built um, really um, old types of windows out of, out of wood that were replacement windows, you know, for like doing traditional houses mm -hmm. on the Cape. So cabinet work as well. So he really was a carpenter. That's, mm -hmm. that's where his, you know, his life was. And, you know, and then just like that, it was, you know, and that. he was the primary wage Come earner yeah. in the home. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, of course now his wife has been become that yeah. and that's put quite a strain on, right. on them, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I, you can't can't do much uh, home building if you can't see. Although I think I've worked with some home builders who <laughs> couldn't like see. <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty pretty important. Uh, but I think there's more. There's a story about his sight. Um, you know uh, that that somehow he got some correction surgery. Or? Yeah. So this is what happened while he was on chemo. About a year into it. And remember something, his wife couldn't be with him, his mom couldn't be with him, so Josh has really faced this on his own. Right in the middle of that, he had a heart attack. Hmm. So then he had to have triple bypass surgery, which... So, so he's got diabetes. <laughs> yep. He's uh, going got blind. Cancer. Yep. He's, uh, he's, he's... Got uh, cancer. Got cancer, and he's having a heart attack. And this happened within how long of a time? About 12, about a year. About a year. Wow. wow. So... Talk about challenges. You know, when yeah. you think about Job, you know, this happened and that happened and then that happened. And, you know, Job threw up his hands and said, this has got to be the Lord. Uh, you know, Josh doesn't have um, a, a real Christian walk, of course, like all of us here do. Uh, but he's a believer. Mm -hmm. He does believe. And he said, you believe for me. So I... So it I'm only works up to a certain extent. It only works up to a certain extent. But for him, that may be enough. Yeah. You know, to get him connected. And uh, while we were praying before we started here today, I loved your prayer, Dale. And, and we're thankful for you guys having us here to talk about this. So Josh has a heart attack. So then they do triple bypass surgery. When they did that, all of his other stuff also is still in place. So he still has to do chemo. He still has to do, um, you know, insulin. And mm. while that's happening, his site just left. And he's his kidneys shut down uh, too from the diabetes and all the chemo. Yep. I, I don't want to get ahead of here, but no, I but just that's... you know let's let's get the whole ball of wax out here. I mean, this guy has really suffered. Yeah, he yeah. has, yeah. and and his wife and his son have too. Yeah. You know, yeah. and to seeing him go through this, sure. you know, um, and so when he 
when he lost his sight, um, he said to me, you know, Jeff, it's interesting when you lose your sight because your world gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm -hmm. You know, and he said, I can't see my slippers. You know, I can't, things that, you know, I just can't yeah. see that. The doctors said, you know, we think we get you through it. Mm -hmm. uh, so now it's been almost two years, but in May, another doctor said to him, listen, I think I could do a surgery on your eyes. You know, I don't know what that means. He said, I don't know if that will help or not. We're not sure whether you'll gain your sight. I believe the doctor said, I believe that you will, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm not, you know, I can't guarantee anything. Yeah. Um, and so Josh has been used to disappointment. Mm. So he doesn't, you know, go around thinking that things are gonna be all better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, where we have faith and we believe mm -hmm. and we stand in what we believe. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was going to say, yeah, there is a there's a factor that came in there that had to do with prayer, with people praying, people who did believe that God could restore somebody's sight. Absolutely. Um, when when we <laughs> we were in Bible study online because of COVID, when I got the phone call, ah. and so what we did was I asked everybody, please pray. Well, our group goes through online goes throughout the United States, Canada. Colombia, South America, mm -hmm. our body is. Mm -hmm. uh, and so everybody began to pray and we began to get, you know, emails. Mm -hmm. We're praying, we're praying every day, we're praying, we're praying. And I asked everybody and I said, listen, when you pray, be believing. Believe when you pray, because God is fully able to do anything at any time. So people began to believe and people said, we're standing with you. We're, mm -hmm. we're standing with you. We're standing in faith. We're believing. And so that happened for a long time. And we were wondering, you know, will this operation help? Because I know that God can do it. Mm -hmm. And and as as a Christian, I stand and believe in God can do anything. Yes. You know, whether he will do what I want or not <laughs> uh, comes to where trust enters in. And trust is a component of love. Mm. And so my love for God, I said, you know, I'm going to trust you because I can't fix it. There's nothing I can do to make this happen. Um, but I am going to bring my petition, just like Esther brought her petition in. I'm going to bring my petition in. And everybody stood with us, mm. it, you know, in prayer every week for a year and a half, two times a week. Everybody said, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. And we have a list of people that we pray for every week. Um, so we prayed for a lot of people. A lot of people have been helped and cured. Other people were not um, to the degree that we would like. Uh, God's bringing them through their trial and their test. Mm. Um, but we're standing together in faith believing. And, you know, the doctor said to Josh, Josh, you may be able to see you'll never drive again. But you may be able to see, and Josh was like, if I can see a tape measure, I can build something. Mm -hmm. I'll be, and I'll be, <laughs> I'll be happy with that. You know, and, uh, but the prayers of the saints and the standing together in one in Christ mm. is really, for me, it really strengthened me. In my life, you know, I've been blessed to be able to do things. But mm. when God says, you, you can't do anything, 
Yeah. It, it, it's time to turn to me now. Mm -hmm. wow. And of course, the first thing I want to do is go and lay hands on him and pray for him. But I paused and I waited and I said, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Because it was in his hand. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <gasps> and so how did it come out? So how did it come out? <laughs> I'm forgetting about the mic. Um, so he had the surgery, and and just before the, just before the surgery, the doctor said, "Josh, there's an eye chart on the wall, uh, the one that has the big E on it, where you read all the letters down through." <laughs> and Josh said, "I can see that there's something on the wall, but I can't read it." So his mother was with him when they took the bandages off, and he said, "I can see." No, I can see. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Praise God. Yeah, Amen. And uh, the, the doctor said, well, can you read the chart? You know, it's technical. Can we read the chart? And he read the whole thing. And the doctor said, it's a miracle. Wow. wow. So miracles do happen. Yes, they do. And you got to stand believing. You know, it's hard. It's hard as a dad. But you have to put your trust where it really belongs, which is in, in the Lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I know as a dad, it's hard for you too, uh, because you just said that it's it's beyond my realm. Uh, we want to help our children. We want to step <laughs> in. Um, but there are times when they have to go through something, and we don't have any control over it as much. What did Paul say? He said, if I could suffer eternally that you may be released, I would do it. Right. But he realized that that wasn't possible. And it's like in this illness. If you could, you'd probably take it on you and release him. Certainly. And maybe there's someone else out there uh, that you've gone through something like this and you'd like to call in and um, and, and share with my brother <clears throat> that's going through these things at this time. And that's 725-9224 or text us at 576 5648. Um, you know, as, as you're telling this story, I'm thinking about why did this happen to Josh? Mm. You know, what was the purpose that God had for for Josh to go through this? Uh, what purpose was it for this group that's praying uh, to go? What, how about this doctor? I mean, what was what was what was in this yeah. for this doctor? Yeah. I mean, he he was the one doing the surgery, but he didn't think he was going to be successful. Right. You know, and but God was successful. Right. You know. Um, I think when people go through testings and trials, um, God says something to all of us, I think. And that is, when you come to the end of yourself, I'm there. Mm -hmm. And what God really wants is for people to have a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And this certainly has brought my wife and I closer to God. Yeah. It's brought, brought our body closer to God. Your it's, body is, you mean your yeah, church. Your yeah, church yeah, closer yeah, to yeah. God. And Josh and his wife and his son closer to God. That's yeah. wonderful. You know, um, are they, you know, praising the Lord Jesus? I think they're thankful. Yeah. And God's people are a thankful people. And it, it happens one step at a time a lot of times. It's not, it, you know, everybody everybody wants the, the, the magic wand to come down and everything's changed. It doesn't happen all at once. But, boy, it just opens eyes, doesn't it? It does. And think about your whole life being changed so quickly. Yeah. You know, like you're, you know, you're in your mid forties, you're, everything's going your way. You're working, you know, you got a house, you're doing the right things, 
and then this happens, and it, it can happen to anybody at any time. Well, I think life is so fragile. I mean, we don't think about that all the time. We just go through day to day, and we take it for granted almost, and and uh, and we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. No, we don't. Yeah. And, and our our hope and our trust is being developed in God. Mm-hmm. Our maturing comes when we recognize that all of our cares can be put on God. Mm-hmm. All of our concerns can be put on God, you know, and trust him because he knows what he's doing. That's exactly right. I mean, nobody would want this to happen. Josh didn't want this to happen no. to himself. He didn't want to be an example uh, uh, of God's grace, but God used us as an example of his grace. And, and I've got to believe that those people that were praying so much for him uh, are encouraged to see what's happened with Josh and this uh, this doctor. I just I can't imagine what this doctor's feeling. Yeah, um, it, it's really interesting because that hope, you know, we talk about hope. And we can have hope in things, but I actually saw hope manifest itself in my son. Mm-hmm. When he got his sight back, his whole life changed right. immediately. Yeah. And and he said it was like a light switch. They took wow. the bandages off, and it was like the light came back on. Isn't that amazing? And, and so for, for us, it was... We have to go to a break now, sure. but uh, you know what? Uh, I think I think we need the bandage taken off our eyes sometimes. You know, it's not it's not our physical eyes, but it's our spiritual eyes. And I want to talk more about that when we come back. Uh, the number to call is seven two two seven two five nine two two four, or text us at five seven six fifty six forty eight, and uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Welcome back. Uh, we're glad to have you on with us again. And. Uh, uh, we're here with Jeff Joyner and professional singer and real estate agent Deb Morin. Uh, we're talking about uh, Jeff's son, Josh. And uh, it's an amazing story of a guy who's been through the mill, but God has delivered him. And, uh, and, uh, and it's a story of a lot of people that have stepped up and, and spent some time um, uh, caring for Josh uh, through, this, uh, through this, this struggle. And it's a, been a labor of love. Uh, and so I, I'd, I'd like to talk about that a little bit because I, I think I think um, yeah I, I like we had a, before we got started today we we're having a little bit of a conversation about uh, what's going on in the world and uh, in this idea that uh, that this may be the last generation or it might be 500 years before Jesus comes again and uh, and yeah I think we both came to the same conclusion that this is our last generation and That's so right. we better be caught doing what Jesus wants us to do and he's given us a job description and that just that job description is to love others like Jesus loved us and when you see a need you meet a need and uh, when you see a need that's Jesus saying you've got a job to do and uh, and so uh, a lot of people have stepped up for uh, for your son and uh, and it's been kind of a uh, interesting yeah. pathway hasn't it yeah it has you know when you think about <clears throat> josh he had to he has to have dialysis at least three times a week and we're not just talking about having dialysis his friends would get up at four in the morning pick him up drive him an hour wait there three hours three and a half hours if he had to have a blood transfusion it was another hour and a half and then drive him home because mm-hmm. he couldn't see and and so many of his friends, you know, whom he helped mm-hmm. uh, previous, you know, were helping him. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I like what you said, Dale. It's very important that God God is always willing for you to do something. So if you see something that needs to be done, do it, and don't be afraid 
to do something, you know? I think that that's really important. People stepped up when the need was there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, people got somehow got called into acts of love. Yeah. With your with your son and that they otherwise would not have known. I I think so many of our needs we want to call uh our representative or our 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 our, uh, yeah. our uh, uh, legal people or the politicians and say look we need a we need a change we need a law for this or not law for that but uh, the law that Jesus has given us is loving others just like he loved us he's given us that example and when i think about uh, uh people getting up and and uh and uh, driving him to uh to his uh, uh appointments you know, three hours, five hours, and waiting for him, and then driving him home again. That's that's called laying your life down for a friend. And greater love has no one than, than you lay your life down for a friend. Oh, amen. And, uh, but God responded by that surgery by showing them that he was very much involved and that he was there and active through that surgery to restore his sight. Yeah. That's right. You know, his, another thing that's really interesting about the help is that, you know, we're told to help yourself, make sure that you're doing what you can do, you know. Uh, but when there's a true need, you're talking about calling lawyers or calling somebody, the law is written in our hearts. That's right. I like that. You I know, like that. And, yeah. and, and we need to respond to, to that love that's in our hearts for one another. Right. That, that only Christ can bring. Right. Only Christ can bring yeah. that. We just don't have it naturally. But when you accept the Lord into your heart, then all of a sudden your heart changes. Yeah. Your heart changes, but we're also given a job description. We and, are. And, uh, you know, it's hard sometimes. It's hard to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. It's hard to uh, to wait around for somebody for five hours. It's hard to do. But when we take those tasks on, we're, we're given the fruit of the Spirit, the love and the joy and the peace. The, the things that we want to buy things for to uh, to satisfy that need in us, all of a sudden God just lays it on our hearts and and uh, and, uh, and and provides that stuff uh, free of cost. You know, um, I think we we forget that uh, as Christians we are we're bought with a price and that uh, that that price means that uh, that we are uh, Servants were slaves I mean, uh, of Jesus, and uh, and the the directions of that our our master are to go out and love people, and even your enemies, and uh, and I don't think Josh had any enemies that were helping him out, <laughs> but I mean it's it's that it's that uh, it's that uh, it's that level of of love that uh, God has called us to uh, to uh, invest in others. You know when Josh received his sight. He, this is what he said to me. You know, he doesn't know scripture, but he said, my eyes were open and my world expanded. Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> and so for Christians. I mean, that could be in the Bible. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's so, you know, when God removes the scales from your eyes, then you can see things clearer. You can see scripture clearer. You can see yeah. your responsibility clearer. You can see your relationship with God clearer. The world changes mm -hmm. when that happens, when you accept the Lord into your heart. Yeah. And, you know, it it's such a natural thing, but it was <laughs> a, such a spiritual thing that he said at the right. same time. Yeah. I was like, yeah, God is definitely in this. Right. You know, yeah. and Josh is not out of the woods. Yeah. He got his sight back. Okay. You know, he still has... You know, he's still doing chemo as maintenance, which as soon as he takes it, it knocks him right out. Mm -hmm. 
So, and he still has to have blood transfusions. Mm -hmm. And he said sometimes they go okay and sometimes they don't He's go He's still on okay. dialysis too. Oh yeah, yep. three yep. times a week. Yep. A, a, a month ago he was on five days a week. Yeah. Yep. Just to get try to get the fluid off of him because of his heart. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and he's such a nice guy, musician, nice, just a really nice guy, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, bad things happen to nice people. And we don't know what God's purpose is. No, we do not. One thing I see in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 2, it says, Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the, the, the law of God. And, you know, that's what it's all about. You know, it is when you see somebody in need, and you give them Godspeed, but don't help them. Uh, what have you profited them? So, and that's what it's really all about. We have a brother, a man that is that is hurting, and what a wonderful way for the church to step up and to show their the love of Christ uh, through their giving or, or or their prayers or or whatever means. You know, we didn't ask anybody for anything, and but all the people who prayed helped mm -hmm. they sent financial <laughs> blessings mm -hmm. to help josh mm -hmm. uh people who know me personally know kathy and i personally who are in the ministry they sent stuff and it really did help mm -hmm. <laughs> you know it, it, there was no doubt about it and fulfilling god's law mm -hmm. the law that's written in our hearts uh you need to do something yep. you know jesus gave a parable and and said you know this man, you know, picked up the guy who was on the side of the street, brought him into the inn and said, hey, listen, you take care of him. OK. And when I come back, I'll pay for it. Mm -hmm. that's, that's that's the level of love that God wants us to mature into where we're not just so concerned about ourselves, but concerned about others. And it's not that we don't have problems ourselves, right. but God wants us to make that that step, I think. You know, I, I, I want to make it a bigger uh, issue than that, I guess. But, you know, it's just, you know, I, I'm thinking as you're talking about the chaos that's in this country right now because uh, because um, the politicians can't solve our problems. We've discovered that now. There's not enough money. There's not enough time. There's not enough rights that we can we can have. It's just it's all about about trying to fulfill the hopeless task of, uh, of finding peace in some way in this life and uh and you know when jesus said um said uh love one another he also said before that he says you know the work of god is this that you believe in him who he sent and i i think a lot of this is uh, a, a lot of our belief is connected to our actions you know I, I i have a saying that you can't always believe what people say but you can always believe what they do mm -hmm. and so you know as christians you know to be Saying that we believe in Jesus and to be saying that we uh, we love Jesus and then to be sitting in the you know not not doing much or seeing needs and hoping that somebody else meets that need, it's really you know it's that's not believing I don't think I, I think when you see a need you meet that need and you trust God that He's going to give you the strength and the the power to meet that need and uh, the resources to meet that need you do whatever you can you lay your life down for uh, for those that. Um, that, that are in need. Well, and I think God has used Josh's situation not only to touch the hearts of a lot of people, an awful lot of people, but to begin to change their lives in terms of behavior and action. Because for somebody to give three, four, five hours of their day 
to to help Josh to get him to the hospital and be with him when he's and bring him back again. That's a that's a whole change of action. That's a big deal. Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah, I think that kind of gives a little meaning to the word. Uh, Greater love is no man than this that he would lay down his life for his friend. This is this is life giving stuff when you start sacrificing your time and your energy to help another person in, that's in desperate need. You know, there, there's a <clears throat> when Dale was just talking, uh, he reminded me of something some of the ministry said, the father ministry said to me a long time ago when I was a young minister. And this is what they said, Jeff, you live what you believe. And so for us, we need to understand that if we're true believers, then we need to do what God is, is um, impressing upon our hearts to do for others and, and to have a right relationship with him, to have the, a right relationship. A lot of people know about Jesus, but they don't know Jesus. They know about him, <laughs> but not, don't but, know him. But don't have yeah. that personal part. And I'm yeah. hoping that others will, right. will come to the level where, you know something, it's not just good enough to listen to the pastor. Maybe I should listen myself mm -hmm. to see what God is speaking to me. <laughs> you are, Jeff, you are the pastor of a congregation. I am. Now. I am. And this is a local congregation? In Lewiston, yeah. In Lewiston. We have more people online, though, after COVID than <laughs> than we do in our little oh, tiny Oh, really? Group. Yeah, because when we were already online, we've been online since 2013, but COVID pushed the issue. Oh. So we had to, you know, we had to, you know, quarantine and stuff. And so when people heard that we had an online uh, thing throughout the United States, they just started coming online. And so that kind of grew mm -hmm. while the other one kind of got smaller and the other one kind of wow. grew. Yeah. You know, I think uh, a, a friend of mine sent me a video here this past week and, and uh, there was a verse that, uh, that in that video and it says uh, it's, it's first or second Chronicles 69. It says for the eyes of the Lord, I don't want to get emotional saying this. For the eyes of the Lord roam throughout the earth so that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think about that in, in, uh, in all those folks that offered prayer. And, uh, and uh, I think of that in, in those people who are driving your son to uh, his, his um, you know, and I, I think about that in, in situations that we haven't even come across yet. When God says um, or when when you see a need and God says okay this is for you this is your need this mm -hmm. is I'm showing this to you for a reason and uh, and uh, and I have been in a situation I've been in many situations in which God has s strongly supported uh, those things that uh, that were from his heart that uh, were beyond um, our ability to uh, to accomplish on our own but until we trust God and we invest in those things we're never going to find that out you can't sit on the sidelines and uh and and uh and say that you believe you can't do it you can't do it yeah but go on that's a powerful thought though that god's eyes are roaming here's his josh in this situation this sudden situation where his life has been completely changed and in a sense completely destroyed and here's god with his eyes roaming 
all around the earth to find ways to show Josh his love and to minister his love to Josh. Wow. Well, you had people all over the earth praying. <laughs> yeah, they're out there. Yeah, yeah they, they are. Yeah. And they're still praying. Yeah. And, There's uh, still lots to pray about. There is. And what's nice is just this one victory, mm-hmm. this one victory of him seeing and gaining hope, it has given strength in so many people's faith because they say, you know what? It works. Mm-hmm. It works. It works it because works. God is real and God yes, cares. And, and and I I want I I hope that people will understand you know yeah I we're going through this Josh is going through this but there's so many other people mm. who are also yes. going through the same type of thing and you know if you God's eyes are upon you mm-hmm. God's yeah. eyes are upon you and all God has ever wanted was for us to turn to Him mm-hmm. and uh, when we do He's there mm-hmm. oh. you know it doesn't matter you know. You know, some people are a little scared sometimes. It's not how bad we are. It's how good God is. That's right. And and Amen. that's what that's the, what changes Amen. our hearts when we have that, that connection to him. That actually makes us change. So, you know, I'm very thankful, you know, for having this opportunity to, to talk to you guys about this and share in the hopes that other people will be able to say, you know what, mm. I need prayer. I need help. I can't do this on my own, yeah. you know, and yeah. get together because where two or more are gathered together in his name, he's there. Yeah, he was really there. You know, yeah. and, and so I think that that's important that because it really was the prayers of the saints. Yeah. I wanted to run right over there and lay hands on him <laughs> and take care of this and make it all happen. And God stopped me from doing that yeah. so that others would, their faith would be built. And I'll tell you, my relationship with Josh has changed. Yeah. And that's oh. been a blessing. Yeah. You know, it's been a tremendous blessing. Yeah. Now, how how has that changed? That's amazing. Well, we were always kind of friends. Um, because Josh stayed with his mom and I came and lived in Maine, oh. we didn't have a very close relationship. But through another tragedy in Josh's life, um, God brought us back together again. That's wonderful. And uh, when Josh said, I need you to come, I went. Mm-hmm. And so oh. we've been friends, ever, friends wow. and, mo- and mom and dad, and we've kind of like got this, you know, God restores. He's a restorer. We've got to go to a break now, and uh, we're going to have one more session here. You can call in at 725-9224. 725-9224. Or you can text us at 576-5648. Uh, we'd love to hear from you if you've got a prayer need for us to pray for. I'd, I'd love to pray for That's you. Right. We'd love to pray for you. Yes. Yeah, or send us that text, because then you don't need to worry about your voice going out over the air. We're not done yet. We've got another. We've got another shoe to drop here uh, after this. <laughs> after this break, so uh, come on back. We'll be right back, and and uh, we're going to talk with uh, with uh, Deb Morin because she's going to do something. Uh. Be right back. God bless. <laughs> Welcome back to Simple Faith Radio. Uh, we're here with um, with uh, Deb Morin, a professional musician and real estate agent. And uh, Deb, what's up? What What are you doing about this? Oh, sorry about the squeak. Um, well, Jeff and I have been friends for a long time. And I have been singing and been a professional musician for a long time, 40 years. 
and have been able to raise money for different causes and I knew immediately that we needed to do this for Josh and so I talked to Jeff and we pulled it all together yeah. and it's coming next Sunday a week from tomorrow Wonderful. you know so um, what's coming the <laughs> we're, we're putting on a huge concert in, in Mechanic Falls at the Silver Spur and I've got sponsors to pay for the upfront costs so that every penny coming through the gate goes to Josh. Mm -hmm. None of the, you know, usually when you have an event, you have to pay the expenses first. Sure. Then whatever's left, you get to give to the cause. In this particular case, I've had some very generous sponsorship. Wonderful people out there that have forwarded me some money to pay for the upfront costs. So every penny coming in is going to go. And do you have a list of those people? Or? I, well, I do. I have um, some very faithful. I have some very faithful sponsors that have been by my side literally for years, because this is not the first benefit. I do quite a few of them, uh -huh. and they always step forward. But I, so I do want to thank Tree Regine Baldacci Title Company in in Lewiston, and uh, Debbie Bodwell and Guild Mortgage in Orange. She's amazing. Main Source Realty, where I work, of course, they support me in what I do. And New Image Awning of Maine, wow. they're, they're all donating money to pay all the upfront costs for us. Oh, fantastic. fantastic. So thank you very much to those businesses. Now, Deb, you said you knew what, uh, that, that you should uh, help out here. How did you know? You know, it's funny. I, I, can't, I don't have a real definite answer for that, but I do want to say that I've been a natural singer, musician, since I was just a baby. Uh -huh. And my mom told me that when I was, before I could walk, I'd literally sit in front of the black and white TV, and I'd start singing commercials, and I wasn't even speaking. There weren't words, but every you know, tone that I was singing was in perfect pitch hmm. to what was on the TV. <laughs> so, and my father, that's another long story, but my father was paralyzed, and so he stayed home with me. So he groomed me. But better words, I think, to say was that I didn't realize that at that time. Now I know God was literally grooming me all those years to be able to help other people with the wonderful gift of music that He's that He gave me. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. But specifically, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pounce on you a little bit here. <laughs> all right, sorry. Right. But uh, but I I you told me earlier that in your heart you knew this wasn't a coincidence that you and Jeff kind of got together and uh, you knew that this was something you were supposed to jump into and help. And so how did you know that? Well, first of all, we had the Lord in common, and Jeff's been my coach, kind of mm -hmm. talking to me quite a bit. And then the music. It's not a coincidence that Jeff is a musician. He plays, huh? played at my house a little bit. We sang a little bit together. It's not a coincidence that his son is also a, a professional musician. And all the pieces just kind of fell together. And one day I went, you know what? I've done so many other benefits. We've got to do this for Josh. And mm -hmm. I just That's knew it was, wonderful. I just knew it. I knew it had to be done. So somebody that you knew? And, uh, and and it was uh, the somebody that had a need, and uh, and it wasn't even a, uh, a question in your mind that uh, this is something you needed to do. And I think I think that's that's the point I'm trying to make here. And maybe yeah. maybe I'm I'm trying to push it too hard, but I think that's the that's the key to what we're trying to do here on this radio station is open people's eyes to the needs around them because there is not uh, a time in in my lifetime, which has been fairly long, uh, that. Um, not as long as Jim's, though. <laughs> but but, but uh, not not a time that, that uh, people need it more than they do today. Uh, and and uh, for us to uh, to be able to step up and, and see the needs and meet the needs and uh, and do it because 
we don't need what we have in this life. We've already got, all of us have too much, and, uh, and, uh, and we're going to go somewhere where we're going to have even more. And, you know, uh, I've had people yeah. say to me, I mean, how do you take on such a huge thing? They think I'm crazy. Mm. But literally, it's never scared me. It's mm. never made me hesitate. I've always been excited about jumping in. And I think it's because God gave me the knowing that if, if I was called to do something, I didn't have to worry. Right. It was all going to come together, well, and it always the, does. That's the key. That's the always key. Always does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, and, but you have a gift, and where did that come from? That's what I'm saying, exactly. <laughs> exactly, and I think that's why God gave me that gift that's of music, right. and not just yeah. me, but I've had the pleasure of meeting the most phenomenal, talented, giving, loving musicians anywhere, mm -hmm. wow. and they've, they've stepped forward and helped me many years in a row for people that have needed some help. And uh, so that's a blessing in itself. You put me in their path. Yeah. Well, you reached out here to BCI, and I heard Jeff earlier talk about something that he had uh, uh, learned about BCI. Would you share that just a minute about life-giving? Um, yeah. A long time ago, I um, a while ago, I had heard uh, Dr. Youssef on this. Mm -hmm. I was driving to work, and he was on in the morning. And somebody asked him, I don't have the story exactly correct, but somebody asked him, how is it that you raised so many boys? And Dr. Youssef responded by saying, my knees are worn out. Mm -hmm. And uh, I relate to that now. You know, it used to be a quick prayer here. I'm on my way to work. I got to do this. I'm, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but in order, you know, to make it real to you, you got to press into the kingdom and you spend time on your knees praying mm -hmm. with, with oh. conditions oh. like this, you know. And it's so unbelievable because I got the call from Debbie right out of the blue. I mean, it's not like Debbie and I knew each other. I mean, we've known each other for years, but it's not like we went out to dinner and stuff. And she called me and she said, Jeff, I know that I'm supposed to do this. I know that we're so, I'm supposed to help. And I, I was, you know, I was thankful and I was surprised and everything. But in the end, I can see how God is trying to bring everything together in for what he wants to have happen. Yes. So, Deb, tell us a, a bit about this event that God has told you, to, this thing that he's told you to do that's going to happen. Well, we're putting a concert. We've developed a concert that we're doing on the 18th, next mm -hmm. Sunday, from 2 to 5 p.m. And the musicians are all coming together to play and entertain. And people are obviously going to pay to get through the gate. And all the money will go to Josh. But I got to tell you, the people that are coming through and doing this for me are unreal. I've got the Silver Spur Mechanic Falls. They're giving us their facility that holds 425 people, I believe, if we need to go inside in inclement weather. But our plans are to be outside and have everybody bring lawn chairs, their picnic baskets and refreshments. Oh. It's $15 an adult and children under 12 are free. So what better way to celebrate, you know, than to bring everybody together? Like and what's that. the name of this place? It's called the Silver Spur in Mechanic Falls. Silver Spur. And this, you aren't the only group that's singing. There's a bunch of groups that are singing. It sounds oh, like yeah. a blast. I mean, Peter Allen and Hurricane Mountain, mm -hmm. one of the <laughs> best known and most loved country bands anywhere, um, are donating their time. You're talking 10 to 12, maybe even more people just coming in and playing and donating all their time. Oh. Peter Allen's also donating the staging. Uh, we've got wow. some volunteers that are going to set up the staging. I've got a light company. I've got, well, we won't need lighting, but uh, we do for the stage. 
Um, the sound company, the sound people are donating their time. All the musicians, that's just one band. Then we've got the Girls of L.A., which is, interestingly enough, is six of us ladies that are semi-retired um, that have almost <laughs> like a musical theater where we sing to tracks, but we pick all these great tunes through the history of time, and we go up and do a show. There's six of us. You can imagine the harmony that we sing. And we did years over at the Franco um, for Christmas concerts, and the money through that, some of that money, or a lot of it went to the uh, Edward Little High School Music Program. Mm -hmm. So that was another thing that we did. Then after that, um, we have the band I'm currently with. We play in Booth Bay Harbor every weekend. we got 36 jobs this summer and even more next year. <laughs> I don't know how we'll fit them in. But um, we're going to be playing also, and all of those guys are donating all the time. So I can't even oh, tell you. I, if I were to guess, I don't know, maybe maybe 35 musicians and 30 volunteers to For set up the staging. And, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, the music is great. Now, the, the steel player that's in the band that I'm with, this is an amazing piece. People that loved Charlie Pride, mm -hmm. all of us are old enough to remember the great you know, musician oh, yeah. Charlie Pride. Yeah. He passed away a couple of years ago. His steel player that was on the road for 28 years mm -hmm. is in the band I'm in, and he's playing <laughs> for free for this wow. benefit. He's the most unbelievable steel player. Everybody up there is pro. Everybody knows they've been on the road, they've traveled everywhere, and they're all coming together to help a friend in need. And I can't thank them enough. It makes me want to cry to think that they love their fellow man that much, that that's what they're doing. Wow. Mm. wow. Yeah, it sounds like the eyes of God have been roaming quite a quite a distance to get together something like this. I think this so, is... but when I was three years old, I didn't realize yeah. he was planning this for me when I turned 64. Sure <laughs> this is going to be a, a really exciting uh, benefit and also great entertainment. And, uh, and, and it, you know, it sounds like it's going to, you know, go a little while. Yeah, we're um, going to be playing music for three hours straight. And, 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 and you don't have to pay 50, you can pay more. Uh, <laughs> you can pay more, you can certainly donate, absolutely. There'll be yes. other ways. We're auctioning off an acoustic guitar um, that Jeff has provided Wonderful. from a friend of his. We'll be doing that. And um, we've got T-shirts that we're going to be selling. Mm -hmm. This is probably one of my favorite parts of this whole thing. It may not sound like a lot, but the T-shirts are blue and white, the colors <laughs> Jeff suggested. And then we have the word believe written across the T-shirt. Because I want people, this is what I want most of all, is people to see that Josh and how he's been uplifted, that that can happen to them too. To have everybody in the same place mm. and everybody believe it's going to happen. Coffee cups that say believe. So when they leave this concert, after mm. they purchase this, they take it home, they have a cup of coffee in the morning, they're reminded to believe. Ah. When they put the T-shirt on every day at the end of the day or the beginning of the day, they're reminded, let me go through my day, I believe. And that's to me, is, is just wonderful. So, so what, what if someone said, well, I can't make the concert, but I want to give. I know we want to raise at least 10000 and hopefully more, but how else could they give? Well, I think, okay, we're getting here. Jeff, why don't you do that? Why don't you say that? You wrote this down. Jeff's going to tell you how you can give if you're not going to be able to be at the concert. Well, my wife's going to tell me. Uh, she, <laughs> she she wrote down the 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 stuff because she takes care of all the all the stuff at the church. Basically, um, you can send anything that God tells you to give to LCF Lewiston Christian Fellowship, P.O. Box twenty five forty two, Lewiston, Maine, o two four zero, 
and uh, just mark it for Josh. 04240. Oh, 04240. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> and, and repeat that again, because some people write slow like I do. Sure. Okay. It's, or they're still looking for a pen. Yeah, it's Lewiston Christian Fellowship, P.O. Box 2542, Lewiston, Maine, 04240. And just mark that for Josh, and it will go right to Josh. So the uh, the goal is ten thousand uh, dollars, and uh, I hope there's somebody out there that can write a check for ten thousand uh, dollars, and and, uh, and everything else can be uh, uh, g given also. But uh, uh, Jeff, you asked to pray for people today uh, before you leave because that's on your heart. So I'm I'd please take the mic and and uh, and let's let's close out. We've got a couple minutes left here, and uh, well, first of all, I I just wanted to say that. <clears throat> For those of you who didn't hear, when, when my son received his sight, I actually saw hope enter into a man, manifest itself into a man, and it was life-changing for him. His whole world changed mm. since then. He has hope, and wow. hope is life. Mm. Wow. So the prayers of the saints and God gave my son hope, mm -hmm. and it's been life-changing. And this is life-changing radio, so we're very thankful Amen. that we were able yeah. to be here. Yeah. And I, I just would like to, to reach out to anybody who's having issues, and I know that there are a lot of people out there. I just want you to know something. God loves you, and yes, we love does. you. And turn your thoughts and your cares and your heart to God and ask him for help and God will reach out to you. Uh, so, you know, we we love you, and we believe for you. And sometimes things get really tough in life, but I'll tell you, when you put your trust in God and you turn to God, God is right there. And so my, my thoughts and my hopes are for all of you to be encouraged um, and, uh, and to turn to God and pray together. Uh, the prayers of the saints is what created this yes. and all coming together in one, in Christ, in a unity of faith. And I want to thank you all for the, for your time here and everybody be blessed. Yes. Well, God, God has a couple ways of uh, answering prayer. And one of them is uh, with the uh, with the lightning bolt from heaven, <laughs> which happens sometimes. Yes. It does. Yeah. But oftentimes it's, it's through people. Yeah. Okay. Read that one more time real quick. Where are we going this Sunday afternoon? Yes. Okay, I'd love to see people over at um, Silver Spur Mechanic Falls, Route 121, 2 to 5. Please come and be with us. We'd love to have you there. That's tomorrow? No, next Sunday. Next a week Sunday. from a week tomorrow. From Sunday. A week okay. from tomorrow. Yeah, God bless everyone. Thank you so much. It's been nice having you, and I, I hope to see you over there. I'm going to try to make that uh, at uh, at the Silver Spur in in, uh, in yeah. Mechanic Falls. I'll be looking for you. Yep, and uh, that's from <laughs> one till five. Two to five. Two to five. I'll be there early then. Yeah, you can. You can come <laughs> I'm going to get a gates. chair right up front. Anytime after twelve thirty, one o'clock, that you can just come in. Just park in. Oh, wonderful. God bless you. We'll see you next uh, Saturday, or we'll, we'll hear from you next Saturday. Bye bye. Bye. God bless. Time.